0: hey uh, i just got a mouse pad (coughs) wow and that's not usually like something high tech because those are you know old in the '90s. But this one, yeah, is precision, and it says it extends mouse battery life by seventy five percent. What kind of mouse are you using? Uh, I'll, uh Well, it's a Logitech. It's a gaming mouse. It's cool. The,
1: wow! Because the one I where's my mouse? Because the one I use is just like. A little like I don't know, it got like a double A AA battery in it. It was like that 10 bucks. That, that yeah. works. But yeah, yours has fun. a lithium battery, so that makes it so it lasts longer or something?
0: Probably. Yeah. Wow. I've also got this which is unrelated because it doesn't use a mouse pad, but I got this trackball thing too. A trackball? Like, yeah, that's really comfy. And I could just sit there like with this on my lap, like this on a pillow move around like that and it's not my shoulders not like that but you know. right
1: yeah so I'll get my um here's how nerdy I am so I'll take the computer to the couch and I'll put a pillow on my lap and put the computer on it and then this these little ten dollar mice mouse yeah. mouses yeah. mice yeah. they work yeah. really well like and so you can like just put it on the fabric of the couch it works so I can just have yeah or it works like in the arm of like my recliner it just works like in the arm that's great. So I'll, so I'll do that and then watch wrestling while I'm playing World of Warcraft or something. Perfect. I yeah. just got
0: this. Too. I got this. This is a wireless Bluetooth uh, mechanical keyboard. So it's got really fancy key switches in it. Whoa! And it's also got, it's got lighting. I don't know. If you Whoa! Can see it's got ones.
1: it like uh, yeah, it lights up. Wow! No it like.
0: And then also, oh, it's
1: like a Christmas tree. It lights up in different yeah. patterns.
0: Yeah. And then also you can switch it between three different Bluetooth devices like almost instantly. It takes one second or so, but that means like <laughs> laptop, phone, iPad, and I just hit a button and then I can type on my iPad and I hit another button. I type on my phone. I hit another button. I type on the computer. It's pretty cool.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's, you, you have so much more tech stuff than I do. You're way more tech, tech savvy tech. than I am. Yeah, I got
0: some pretty good stuff, and that's all. That's all in my like living room workstation. But then back behind me is a gaming PC, and that's where like I would sit if I wasn't my back wasn't sore. But it is, oh. so I sit, my, I sit on my comfy couch and slouch all day
1: long, like this. Right, that's smart. It's smart. more comfy for my back. How how often do you see the chiropractor? Oh, like weekly. Really? At least. Wow. Yes. yes. Man, that would be um a frustrating position in to have to go see a chiropractor weekly, but it would—I bet—it feels awesome when you leave. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. It's good. It's not. It's kind of fun. It's not too bad. Christy um, goes with you too. She goes then too. She goes too. Every like once a week. Pretty much, yeah. Huh? There's a place uh, called Joint. Have you ever heard of it? No. Oh well, it ends up being really cheap. Like. Uh, Like 80 bucks, 80 bucks a month or something for four visits, you know?
1: Oh.
0: It's pretty cheap like that.
1: Okay. So it's like, it's almost like a subscription service. I like that. It actually is. Yeah. Uh Yeah. It's a good investment. Yeah. It's cool. That's a good date night activity, but date lunch activity. Cause you can go out, hit the chiropractor, get lunch.
0: Well, we did that yesterday. We went to the chiropractor in the morning, and then right afterwards we went and got ice cream right down the street That's perfect funny. perfect uh, technically frozen yogurt, and you know those frozen yogurt places these days they've got like those where you fill up your own cup but yeah yeah well since but since coronavirus, they make you wear i think this is smart they make you wear like you obviously have to have a mask on, but they also make you wear their disposable gloves and um, sanitize your hands before you go beyond this certain line where all the yogurt is available. You Wait, so you,
1: s- so you sanitize your hands, then you put on gloves that they give you over your sanitized hands. Yeah. Do they still have, and then you can, do they still have, like, the toppings bar out? No. Then you hand your yogurt to them
0: and they toppings bar your stuff with whatever you want. Hmm. And, and then they weigh it And then they hand it back to you after you pay.
1: Wow. Frozen yogurt in the time of Corona.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's tasty still.
1: (laughs) Sure, of course. Cheesecake and Oreos. We have a yogurt yogurt land here. And uh, they do something like that. There's also a place called... I think it's called Twizzleberry or something like that. And um, yeah, they have like the whole wall of like the, they're like soft serve machines, right? That have the frozen yogurt or whatever. Yeah. Twizzleberry. But, um,
0: That's a Twizzleberry. great name. I got yeah. a, I've been making funny names. You want to hear a few of them?
1: Yes. I want to hear all your funny
0: names. <laughs> Quizzleberry's going on the list by the way <laughs> what are,
1: wait, wait, wait 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 why are you making up funny names what are they for just a list you're just keeping well a few years ago christy and i made up we
0: were we were um doing a mad libs we were making a mad libs of our own right out of the this was quite a blasphemous activity because we did it with the bible and so we we're making a mad libs with Bible with the most disgusting Bible passages because there are some. <laughs> mad libs in there. There's a lot of foreskin activity and stuff, you know. Sure, sure. Well, not sure. a lot, but there's some with foreskin. So we were we were picking it's up the ones about sex and prostitutes and foreskins and stuff. Those are the ones we picked. So then we ended up making up names as we were doing the mad libs instead of the names in the Bible because they're confusing to us. We made up other names, and the one that really stuck it with us. I don't think we'll ever beat this is honeysuckle Poddington. that's the best one ever Honeysuckle Poddington? yeah that's that, I don't think we'll beat that one ever
1: that's a good one that's yeah. a good one. Do you think Honeysuckle Poddington has ever been to Twizzleberry? I, he might be from any Twizzleberry any, actually any <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't that's a good point from Twizzleberry land you're yeah. right Honeysuckle Poddington is from Twizzleberry land that's right. It was very going in the list.
0: Yesterday, just yesterday, we came up with like five or six, and we actually wore ourselves out like with our decision fatigue trying to figure out best names. But uh, this morning we got Winifred Warhobbs. That's pretty
1: good. <laughs> oh, man. I need to make a – next time I'm uh, creating a character in a video game, that's what yeah. I need to do. Yes. Yeah. And then uh,
0: actually one of Christy's actual relatives, her name is Fancy Ann Piper.
1: I'm sorry, what? Fancy <laughs> Fancy Ann Piper. Her name is Ann Piper, but you put fancy in front of it. Well, you know,
0: now that you mention it, I read it wrong, but I kind of like it better. I it was Fanny Ann Piper, which is kind of funny. That's her Oh actual. my god. Her name is But <laughs> Fancy Ann sounds even better.
1: Fanny so Ann Piper. I don't yeah. know. I like Fancy Ann Piper. I like both. You know, it they sounds like a re- sounds like a wrestler. Like like I'm Fancy Ann Piper. <laughs> That's
0: right. That's right. Uh, then yesterday was
1: um, Ophelia Tiggywinkle. Oh my gosh. That one's great. <laughs> that, that one's that one's um, borderline illegal in the state of Utah. Like you could not <laughs> name your kid that. Um, or if you had that name, you couldn't live within a thousand feet of a school. Is what I'm thinking. <laughs> Ophelia <laughs> ah, Tiggywinkle. Right.
0: And then uh, I'll read you like three more. We got Bruno Slow Ride <laughs> R Y D E.
1: Oh my gosh. Listen has to a lot is. of Fog Hat.
0: Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I thought has, of that. Has,
1: yeah, has a denim jacket with no sleeves on it. Right. Yeah. And then uh, Rolando Suckleworth. <laughs> Rolando. Yeah. Wait, if he lived in Florida, what city would he live in? Miami. Oh. Right. <laughs> it's Rolando Suckleworth. No. In, uh, too
0: easy. Uh, probably Clearwater or. Yeah. <laughs> <Who knows>? uh, <laughs> and then Trixie Buttergirth.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's my drag oh, name is Trixie sweet. Butter Buttergirth. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Um
0: and then one more because it's real it's it's related to heavy metal. That I was looking at this poster that we have on the wall. Uh it would take a lot of disruption to show you right now, so I don't right. I can, w- sure, but it's like one of those '70s posters. It's like pink at the top, and then it fades to yellow, and then it fades to blue, and okay. it's got Redding Festival, formerly known as National Jazz and Blues Festival, presents White Snake, and then it's got pictures, and it says it was August twenty fourth, nineteen eighty. But I'm quite yeah. sure the picture is not from August twenty fourth, nineteen eighty. I'm quite sure that's from the late '80s, but that's another matter. It's probably a blue leg poster. Who knows? But it says White snake <laughs> in three letters.
1: Okay, so this is quite snack. a this is quite a ramp up to um, yeah, this name that you've got coming up. My favorite right. from yesterday is Phineas Whitesnackle. Phineas Whitesnackle. Yeah. He sounds like um, a fisherman that oh, um, that only only fishes like in his backyard in a pond. And we got to get
0: that. He that's exactly the backstory. That's it. Done.
1: Yeah. We should write Wait. a song about him.
0: Okay, sure. Yeah. I was uh, I was walking around the neighborhood with Christy the other day, and I was like, "Hey, uh, uh, I'm making a game because I was making the text adventure game, and I'm right. making a game." I told her, "Wait, you thinking, are? Yeah." I just it said, is-
1: "Write," as in, like, "Of course you are, because that's what you do." But like, you're making a text adventure <laughs> game.
0: Yeah, like I could make one that's kind of like the Zork game, you know. But that's yeah. too hard. i are making one that's super simple. They're like, you can't do much. And all you can do is walk from room to room with north, south, east, and west. And you could probably pull levers. Hmm. And the room descriptions will have all the details in them. So it's real simple. Right. But, okay. I get it. But, uh, and, and I was, I told Christy, like, hey, I've got this text adventure game. I'm making it, I've got a dungeon. But I need some backstory and she gave me a whole backstory. I can't remember it, but I recorded it. I recorded it all. Wow. So I'm going to make a text adventure game out of that backstory and I'm going to introduce some of these characters into the game at some point. Oh good. Oh good. Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm glad we yeah. took a minute to flesh out a couple of them.
0: Yeah, those are good. It's,
1: and, yeah.
0: Uh, and I'm looking forward to the frozen yogurt store-based names coming soon. Right. <laughs>
1: Yo, yeah we need we need more twizzleberry i mean yogurt land's not really funny but twizzleberry yeah, I, mean, I didn't realize you, uh, you'd get such a big uh, kick out of that, oh, I, love that. I I haven't yeah. been there this year because of uh, corona right. yeah but but it's a pretty i mean it's a pretty cool place it sounds just like the place you went to so yeah be, there's a lot that
0: work on that formula and it seems to work for them that's cool so what is this game going to be called
1: do you have like oh. an idea around it
0: well, no, I don't have a name yet. Uh, I'll, I've, it'll be... Um, I've got the dungeon map laid out, and right. I've got the room descriptions already in there. Okay. Uh, but I don't have any of the backstory in there, and I don't really know how that's going to be presented to the player, and uh, I don't have any mechanisms to make it uh, interesting yet, but it'll probably right. be a sort of, like, you got to pick... you got to find a, a lever and then find another lever and then it'll open the door and you can go to the next part of the castle or something.
1: The (laughs) game is a series of levers. Probably. Yeah. Mm. It'll be very simple. I mean, I'm no genius, but there's an idea. You could just call it a series of levers. No, that's not a good idea. (laughs) No, that's happening. That is happening. Don't let me, uh, don't let me poison your creative. Well, that's happening. That is uh, happening. uh, (laughs) Um, so um yeah so I, we're gonna do this um this episode of the podcast is yeah. uh gonna have a theme song at the beginning of it that you put together
0: nice. in
1: in 35 30 or 40 minutes yeah. um the first Perfect. night you were playing with a music program
0: that music program is so cool i'm so
1: the magic's uh music maker so john and i uh uh, I'm just gonna start doing it. John and I started messing around with this magics music maker and uh, uh, we ended up uh putting loops together and figuring out how it all works but within the first night messing with it, we had all these little ditties floating yeah. around and uh so I'm just gonna start throwing them here uh in the in the front and the end or somewhere in this podcast yeah. and we're just gonna good. have it. also also the podcast got accepted at, um in iTunes today so hey, it's on iTunes now. Yeah, it's on iTunes right now. Way so to go. You're, so great. you're on iTunes right now. Yeah, right, way to go. TomCast is awesome. That's right, Tom. And, you, you, okay, let's get into this for a second. Yeah, So, So your wife, Christy, gave you an off-the-cuff backstory kind of for your game when you asked her. She yeah. also named the podcast. She named the show. She's super there, creative. She yeah. is super creative. There was no reason to change it. As soon as it, as soon as I heard that, I was like, "Yeah, that's it. We'll just send her a check or
0: something." Oh yeah, sure, right, right. <laughs> that's, that's like how your, that's like how your, uh, your game naming works, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: It just comes out series of I levers.
0: Remember. I intend to name it that
1: fully. It's also how I get in and out of bed um, is with a series of pulleys and levers at this point in my life.
0: Like a Rube Goldberg. That reminds
1: me of the Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Do you remember the beginning of that movie? Um, where Yeah, where he's got the whole big thing set up in his house. Yeah, Wait, did you call yeah. it something? What? what is that? What's a Rube Goldberg? What's that? Oh. That that's one of those weird inventions
0: that doesn't really exist in real life, or it, it basically. Rube Goldberg is Pee Wee's Big Adventures set up at the beginning of his, sh- his his movie, like where he. I remember he pulls like his sheets and they they spin out, and then they start a huge chain of like pulleys and levers and events all the way down to his kitchen to crack an egg, and like put it on the oven. Yeah, and like turn yeah. It on and crack an egg and cook it. And then, like, slide it over to him. That's a rude Goldberg machine that makes weird things like that. It does all sorts of weird things in a row.
1: I would heard the phrase, but I didn't really understand yeah. what it was. And now I've learned something from you, so that's awesome.
0: Big adventure is the ultimate definition of that, I think.
1: Yeah. It's so really yeah, it really is with that setup at the beginning. Um, yeah. It and so and so um, yeah. Anyway, so a lot of a lot, what I want to do is. I want to ask you some questions that I just have the beginnings of the questions and like um written down and so I have to fill them in kind of off the cuff and they're not they're like they're they're not like super funny ones, it's just like questions I want to ask you. And
0: very much and then more interesting stuff.
1: Yeah, so and I want so okay, here we go. Ready? Okay. What do you wish you had known? when you were 18 or if you could go back to when you were 18 with the knowledge you have now what would you tell yourself
0: oh personal finance that's what i would tell myself like that i don't you know teach that in school and it it's baffles my it's it's mind-boggling that that's not that that's not like a class throughout high school blows my mind that because it would also incorporate tons of math and other practical skills you know so i would teach i would figure that out before i got like out into the kind of the the cruel world and and figured it out the hard way you know right that's a good one definitely the answer but i mean i i also just wish it was just more like sort of accepted to take that seriously and for everybody to learn at least the basics of you know know just budgeting and and shopping honestly at like comparison shopping and stuff that would be part of the course in high school if it could be right right i mean there's just so much missing that you have to figure out on your own or your or your you learn from your parents if they know which lots of people's parents don't know so yeah i think parents can't teach that teach that they don't know
1: yeah i think stuff like um personal finances um you know my dad always said you know they don't teach critical thinking skills in uh in high schools and that would be a good place to have like uh you know like some definitive coursework for critical thinking skills and uh but he says but that's a parent's um job is to teach those but Yeah, like you said, what if that's not there? What if what if finances aren't there? I mean, my Anna and I were making a budget this afternoon, and it's kind of a loose budget because uh, I don't know. Just because it's the best we could do. Yeah, and it's what. So yeah, that's something I still struggle with. So uh,
0: I get it. Yeah. So that's that's it. That's my answer
1: for that. Okay, I love it. That is what. That is an awesome, awesome answer. Okay, so my next question is. What is your definition of resilience and what is something you've overcome in your life? Whoa, okay. Uh, yeah, you thought this was all going to be bubblegum and titty farts, but I brought the good stuff for this interview.
0: <laughs> titty farts. Now I'm wondering what that is. So, uh, well, resilience, um, that would be uh oh okay well what it's one thing it's not is quitting because quitting can be incredibly valuable and wise at the right time at like more than anybody imagines just Mm. like when you get into something and it's not the right choice then bail out uh, you know assuming you haven't gotten in too far too deep um but also not too deep just that it's there's a loss there's a sunk cost have you heard of that sunk cost fallacy
1: no no it's
0: like something where like people are fooled everybody is naturally fooled by the uh, by the amount of investment they put into a project naturally fooled into thinking this project is worth going through to the end more than it probably is and it just depends you have to weigh it very carefully but you can figure out you can not uh, get fooled by that if you if you're aware of it at least. So wow. I don't even think I answered the question. So you were saying <laughs> that it's not. Yeah, but that we're that learning stuff.
1: So that's what resilience isn't. Yeah. That's what right. What is it to you though? Like what? Uh,
0: yeah. Right. Uh, uh, well. Okay. Uh, it's it's yeah, coming at a particular problem space from many directions, and that doesn't mean, and what that specifically doesn't mean is not uh, trying the same exact thing over and over, but also not giving up. So if it's not working, uh, somehow figure out a way to come at it from a totally different direction, maybe even something that doesn't seem useful, as long Mm -hmm. as it's just a little bit related, dig in there first, you know, next. That's my, mm-hmm. that's my definition. I love
1: it. That is, Thanks. that, that is a great definition of resilience. What, um, so what is something you've had to be resilient about in your life? Right. Uh, uh. Like, I can tell you that, um, I mean, I know resilience has a definition, but you know what, let me start with this. So my, my yeah. definition is just, um resilience for me is basically the ability to pick yourself up and dust yourself off, um, right. in the face of adversity and yeah. continue forward. That's, that's, that's all I, that's all I go to for adversity. So, so, so something that's recent, that's for me, um, adversity, uh, or resilience, sorry. Um, it would be continuing on this, um, addiction recovery journey that I started in March. Um, it's September now. And, uh, you know, I log in and I, I know, and I'm still doing it and I'm, I'm, I'm doing, you know, I'm doing all the sessions and I'm putting in all of the work. And I've had times where I felt like I plateaued. I've had relapses where, um, things just didn't work out for me. And, uh, but I'm still here doing it. And, yeah, you and, sure are. That's And I'm great. still excited for it. Yeah, thanks. So that's kind of something that I've I've had to do just this year. Yeah.
0: I don't know. That's a perfect example. Okay. And then, uh, so my mine would
1: be, uh... <clears throat> would be... I know it's good. I know it's good when you have to clear your throat. That's when I know it's going
0: to It would be... Uh, with creative things, when yeah. I get burned out, uh, I'm not completely giving up, mm. which, which usually in my life is weird but consistent means that when I burn myself out on something creative, like songwriting or something, or programming, computer programming or making games or something, you know what else I can burn out on? Even playing games, I can burn out on that. Yeah, and it usually means that I have to do something else for. Uh, weeks or months. Maybe wow. not not usually like six months, but maybe a month or two. And then I'm naturally like back from a different angle. And if I come at it from a different angle, then I can continue to be resilient and persistent and do it, you know, continue the process.
1: I love it. I also like that you mentioned um, consistency because consistency is kind of, if something's sustainable, and I just mean like, if even if it's like you're just your favorite tv show that's um that's that's you know once a week or something if something's sustainable like you get it for so much longer right it becomes this part of your life and it's uh, yeah right and that you know that goes for loads of things that 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 applies to being creative tons because sometimes we get little spurts where where i get little spurts where i'm creative and then like it all flows out like a waterfall. And then all of a sudden it's, I, I'm pushing it and pushing it and then it's gone.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and then at the end of that, near the end of that, before I give up, like for that time, I'm, it's really stressful. It's like really unpleasant and stressful. Like I really want more of that flow. Cause it's kind of addictive getting into that flow
1: and yes. then I want more of it,
0: but it's not coming. And so I keep trying to force it and it keeps not coming. And then, Eventually, I'm like, okay, well, I need to back off for a little while and give it a break. Right. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, that's a good point. So, describe. Here's another question. Describe right. your pro. You, you. We've already established you make video games. You love it. You do it. Yeah. You sit at home. You make them. And I've played a couple. Belvedere is really fun. Yeah. It's. Uh, and uh, yeah. And um, so, describe your process behind coming up with the game, like how do you get oh, yeah. inspired for making a game and and, act, and how sure. do you start making them, I guess?
0: Oh yeah, sure, well, what I, 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 that's funny because I'm also gonna tell you what I don't do here like I did before. Good, I like it. Because like, what I don't do and what I won't do is, uh, because it's failed so miserably for me, is um, try to figure out what kind of game do I wanna make and then go try to make that game and build up the skills to make it from here to, to the end of it while yeah. I'm making it. Forget that. I don't do that at all. And that, uh, I don't mean to condemn that for other people. If that works for them, by all means, do it. However, sure. for me, I'm going to start with, like, <clears throat> I'm going to start with a game that's small, and then that in that is well within, the bounds of the things that I already know how to do. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to make that game and complete it and then put it on itch.io, itch.io or whatever.
1: Mm -hmm. And then
0: um, as I'm doing that, the the answer to your question about where the game ideas come from is just um, as I'm doing that, I find that I've just expanded the, the boundaries of what I can do a little bit as I'm making that other game. And when I do, I think, whoa, that's like uh, that's like duck hunt. Maybe I can make duck hunt. If I had this extra little thing over here, maybe I can make duck hunt. And if I'm expanding the boundaries of what I can do just a little bit every time or um, whether as I'm working on it, I expand them or in advance, like I think I'm going to have to learn how to do that to make this next game. That's okay. I can do that. Sure. But if I overwhelm myself by thinking like I can – I could figure out how to make how to do all the hundreds of different things that I don't know how to do today. While I'm making this new game, that's going to be a failure for me. I'm I'm going to give up on that long far too soon. Right, it's right. Just going to be a burnout and no fun at all. So,
1: so, so yeah, that's um, wow. So you can, I I love that because you start with with something you, you already feel comfortable with. Yeah. And kind of start start working on that and then you know as and i think this here i go again i think this can, can also refer to uh some other aspects uh, of life but as you start um pushing the boundaries a little bit or as they start getting pushed by circumstances yeah. of making right. the game you've opened up um this new territory um, yeah. to learn and and to kind of be guided and i think for me, what that brings up is kind of having a growth mindset, even just as an individual. Your game yeah, kind, like, of, like your game kind of has a growth growth mindset. It's not really static. Um, it started static, and then as things started filling up, you know, you, you were like, "Well, it's got to go somewhere here." And this reminds me, I need to learn about this if I want to do this. And then you just, I mean, I could see how you could become a better game developer using that style.
0: I think for me it's going that it's certainly going to be that way. Yeah.
1: Are are they ga- are your games games that anyone can go to and play? Uh, or is this I'll something see. that you have to like specifically invite people to? No. Uh, they are yeah, they're publicly available on itch.io. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So let's say someone was listening to this and they wanted to I, give it a shot. Yeah. Where would go they go? Say, fabdynamic.itch.io.com.
0: I believe. And um, I'm just going to look that up and make sure. Now
1: now you're like, oh, crap. I bet now I have to go do something about it because there's four people listening to this and they might want to play my video games. You want to just confirm that. That would be funny if it wasn't. (laughs) Okay. Well, while you're looking at that, um, uh, the last, um, like, actual question, the last um, um, more – Yes, good. That was it? Or did you it's or not?
0: It's very close. Fabdynamic.itch.io. So I stayed itch.com, I think.
1: Fabdynamic.itch.io.
0: Yep. fabdynami citchio Yeah.
1: Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So who are three people that have inspired you? You oh, can yeah, only okay. pick you can only pick three. It does they don't have to be in any order. Who are three? Okay.
0: Uh Well, John Petrucci pops into my head of Dream Theater. That's right. Of course. He's, he's super inspirational, but it's in a weird way because, I mean, I can't play anything that he can play, you know, not even, there's like this much overlap, you know, just tiny and that's okay. Yeah. His, so his, soul, his
1: soul pours out through his fingers, right? It
0: yeah, it does. Yeah. we The he only acquired- reason that
1: the only reason other people can't play Petrucci stuff is because they're not Petrucci.
0: I guess so. so. Right. Um, And uh, he also inspires me because of two stories. One is that he didn't like that. He apparently in college, he was just, um, he was just sitting there for like six to eight hours a day in his room doing like nothing but scales and practicing, you know, (laughs) <laughs> and I don't do that at <laughs> all I never have ever yeah but but it's always been in my mind like people can people can do that they can spend that kind of time on something and get great at it you know really great and that's a great inspiration for me
1: yeah I mean you get what you put in right
0: you really do yeah especially when you do something with that kind of volume yeah uh, and then the other thing that I remember And this is just a couple months ago that I learned this. And I know I mentioned it to you personally, but he, when he started going on tour with Steve Vai and Joe Satriani, they they hired him for the tour. And then he was like, well, these guys are my idols. Uh, I got to make something. I got to play something special stuff. I can't just play covers and stuff. Mm. I don't have anything, though, to play except Dream Theater stuff. But I can't really play that without Dream Theater. So I'm going to have to write a whole album just of stuff so that I can play it on this tour, and he did. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's that blows my mind. <laughs>
1: that that cool yeah. And um, you know, I saw him on the uh, on on that last that last, uh, last uh, G tour, and it was pretty rad. Like he had Mangini on drums too, and so it was uh, it was a couple of Dream Theater members. But yeah, nice. it was cool. It was cool to hear him play uh, stuff from his solo record, and like. It's, it's, there's so much soul in it. Like I said, like his, it's just, uh I don't know, there's a connection and the themes, the dream theater themes that are in the solos. Um, Ooh, yeah. They're so, they're, they're so soulful and, and I like those too. So that's a good, that's a good, good person to pick. I he like is
0: that. great. Yeah, he is great. And then uh the second one would be Alan Kay. And I'm guessing you haven't heard of that guy, right?
1: No idea. Who's, Who's Alan, Alan Kay?
0: Is, he's a computer scientist. um and he's real famous as computer scientists go, which doesn't mean he's like famous in the you know in the you know in the mainstream
1: famous. He's not. But, oh, like like he doesn't he, hang out I, with the Kardashians.
0: As far as I know, no. Right. Okay. But but um, but he invented the first computer programming language that I learned at college. He invented that in the '70s, and he invented something at Xerox Park. And I don't know if you've heard the story about Steve Jobs going to Xerox Park and getting the ideas for the Macintosh in like the late 70s, did you hear that story? No,
1: yeah. but I want to. That's is Steve that the Jobs. whole
0: story? Uh, you'll get some of it here, Steve Jobs. Sure. Uh, and he, um, he, I believe he paid them in stock to come look at some of the technology that they had available at Xerox Park, which is a Palo Alto research center they had incredible mm-hmm. computing technology that nobody else had and xerox was paying for that research and so steve jobs took some apple stock paid them and got to see things that blew his mind including just the use of a keyboard and mouse for computing and a gui a graphical user interface like the macintosh had mm-hmm. that's where he first saw it that's what inspired him to do it in the first place Wow, was a, a special tour of their facilities and their technology, you know? So that started the Macintosh, which started all the GUI stuff, which started everything else that we're, you know, seeing in computers today. And Alan Kay was a big part of inventing that stuff in the first place before Steve Jobs even saw it. And uh, he invented the Smalltalk programming language, which is the one I learned in college. Hmm. So he's, and he's just a super visionary. And I'm really lucky because once I was at Lockheed and that's where I worked for a long time. And I got to meet him because really some dude that I was talking to. He said, Hey, you know, Alan Kay is in there. Do you know who that is? And I was like, yeah, I, I do. But are you saying he's like right over there? <laughs> and the guy was like, yeah. And, and I walked in this room that I wasn't invited into, but it wasn't like a secure area or anything. And I just walked into the room and like, I saw him and I, I didn't like know exactly who he was, even in my mind, like, I just knew he was important in computer science and I hoped I would recognize him. And I did. I don't remember even when I've seen a picture of him before that, but I did. Wow! And, and I went up to him and what he, he noticed about me was that I was not a suit. You know what I mean? Like an executive. Right. He noticed that I was an engineer and that clicked with him and he talked to me for like 10 minutes.
1: Oh my gosh. That's it awesome. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. And
0: he, he kind of like in a, in a cool way, he kind of like, like pushed other people away to talk to me, you
1: know? What was that conversation? Like, was it just like, Hey bro, the the tuna salad in the cafeteria was great today.
0: No, it was amazing. Like <laughs> it wasn't that, uh, it was like, he was just telling all these stories about how he, where he worked in the past and what he did in the past and all the ways he's used his creative, um, his creative vision. And the thing I remember most is he said, um, he said, "I've always made decisions based on how much creative opportunity it gives me, and nothing else, like not money." Wow! Now that he's done that his whole life, that's the choices he's made, and now he can. He said he can just do some consulting with large corporations like Lockheed once every uh, few months, and then that funds the rest of his projects that he wants to work. Wow! With. That is so cool.
1: And for somebody who like, creativity is so important to them, to be able to make your decisions in any aspect of your life that way, wow, that that's, would be really freeing. That would be very satisfying. It was, yeah. I, mean, I was, feel like I sense a lot of that in you.
0: Oh, thanks, man. That's nice. I, right now, I'm doing my best to do that. You're right, because that, yeah. that, did, that did kind of change my life. That was 2015. I, that was a big day for me it was it was huge
1: wow all right who who do you have on deck who's the third
0: by the way that last story should be mentioned that uh i think i had i think i had like stayed out super late with christy uh, just hanging out and doing stuff and i wasn't i i and I think I got up kind of late for work and I wasn't showered and <laughs> I wasn't wearing uh, normal business casual stuff. I was wearing oh, like, no. like a black t-shirt like that, right? Uh, you know, and, and jeans when I met the guy. Uh, even though I would say like the day before and the day after I was business casual like usual, that day I happened to have just a t-shirt on and jeans. And I remember huh. I was really tired and probably smelly and had those those weird clothes on um, right
1: so he thought you were a homeless guy who wandered <laughs> onto the lot and it he may was... have
0: actually made a better
1: impression because of the because <laughs> because sure because you so weren't so the exact pretty. you weren't the exact type you weren't in a suit you weren't he knew that brown nosing yeah was, yeah
0: and for that reason he talked to me for a while because and he specifically said that like he was like you know what? I don't think I think you're an engineer. I don't think you're one of these executives because he was kind of fed up with his, having all those meetings that he'd had. He wasn't sure. fed up. He was, he was well paid and it was a good job for him.
1: Well, but sure, but that can be draining for someone who's so creative to be stuck in these kind of boring streamlined business meetings. Yeah,
0: right. And probably um, if it's like a typical executive meeting, there's like people naysaying things all over the place and so that's not fun for a creative mind you know you want to you want to consult and give them great ideas and hopefully you want them to take advantage of them you know
1: yeah it's kind of a kind of creativity really is uh um such a social aspect like because if you're open if you're open to advice and if you're open to you know criticism and stuff you know people can find, you know, people can inf- influence you and you can take yeah. that information and do what you want with it. But, yeah, you yeah. know, two heads are better than one works a lot, when a lot when you're better, you know, it's better when you're making music. I can tell you that. I know that to be true. Definitely.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And speaking of that, that leads into the third, third person because yes. it's you it's you tom that you know yeah, i'm yes. not the inspiration yeah cause everything i think about this and i've thought about this for many years everything that i feel like i've done musically that i that i'm proud of is in if not with you personally if not with you it's when i'm thinking like hey I, you know what i think tom would really like this <laughs> that goes into my head, like pops in my head every time I make something I'm proud of. So that would be you. It's like an inspiration in oh, direct sense, like directly inspired. Like, I think Tom would like this and he usually ends up best, you know, so that's, huh. my, that's my third guy. Wow. Here.
1: That's, that's a lot. That's uh that's a lot for me to accept. I, I thank you to start with. Um,
0: and of course, when we're bouncing ideas off of one another, that's another form of direct uh, inspiration that you got with me you know, so yes. yes
1: the collaboration is there and i think the story you were having um the, the story of your second person Al, what was his name alan okay alan, alan k. K. k i think your story with alan k kind of illustrates this uh as well but um i think people find kindred spirits and uh, um good. something just sticks them together and uh you know, um, you and I haven't seen each other in person in years and years and years and years and years and years and, years and, years and billions of years. But there's always right. been some kind of uh, communication, right, through technology. Absolutely. Yeah, right. But um, but but it's it's you know, same thing. Um, when whenever you know, I find some music that I find inspiring or something, I'm like. Uh, i gotta share this or i'll share a song that i think is silly and i'll shoot it to you and be like oh my gosh this is because i know you're i know you're the guy i know you're the guy that's gonna be have the kind the kindred spirit i appreciate that this is uh i did not expect that but i appreciate it do you think do you think that the pandemic will ever end and people will be able to go outside and uh and and do things the way they did before or do you think when this is over we're gonna have a whole new set of uh i don't know they say a new normal but
0: i don't like that but i don't know either i i thought it would be even worse than it is now by now yeah me too some senses that seems positive like like hopefully we'll make it through but i just have this impression that there are, are I have an impression that there are tons of businesses, including especially small ones that we'll never know about that are just gone. Yeah, 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 of course. And that's like a whole, I feel like there might be a whole, I feel like if there's not already a whole layer of our economy gone, that when the time comes if we get vaccine and if everything goes as best as we can imagine, that even then that whole layer of the economy will be gone and not rep you know not not something we can pick up again
1: i feel i feel the same way i also feel that this is kind of like uh i don't know it brings my mind to kind of like this marshmallow test where like you give a kid a marshmallow and then you say um you can have this now um, yeah. but if you wait but if you wait 15 minutes you could have two yeah. and i feel i feel like that is kind of how I feel about live music with pertaining to, you know, pertaining to uh, the, uh, the pandemic, because um, I let con you go to every concert. You're, you go to so many shows. I skip tons where I'm at in life with kids and stuff. And if there was one tomorrow and it was safe to go, I mean, I'd have to be safe, but let's say we're vaccinated. We're ready to rock. And there was a show tomorrow. I don't care who it is. I want the ticket. Yeah, I've sure. waited long enough. Right, you I just want, want live the, music.
0: I want to get the PA speakers making my chest sh- shake, like yes. internally. <laughs> I want to get my internal organs shaking from PA speaker sounds that I, even the ones that I can't even hear because they're so low. You know, whatever. I want to get that.
1: I would even, I even long for the interaction with the drunk girls at the Def Leppard show who thought I was drunk because I was so into it, but I wasn't drunk (laughs) and um, wanted to dance with me because I was drunk, but I wasn't drunk. (laughs) I'm even willing to go through that just to see live music.
0: Yeah, that would be great, yeah. There are places open here, strangely enough. Oh, really? Yeah, well, in a weird well, I way. Saw like, I saw
1: one. I saw one because I, you know, you were stri- you were we were watching a live stream from a place called the Rail Club.
0: Yeah, that's the one. I mean, that's that's um,
1: John. John's in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area, by that's the way. Right, that's right. Uh, I mean, that one's. I think
0: they had some kind of something just the other day, and those poor guys is- are really getting like, sh- like, shit on because. Apparently, he's got all this on his uh, Facebook. The 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 alcohol board of Texas, they Mm -hmm. came in. They were like, "Hey, listen, you're going to need to surrender all of your uh, documents about uh, what you've been selling." Oh, there's not a lot he can do about that. And so they've got him. And then they were like, "Oh, and by the way, your taxes are due now." With uh and, and he was like well, you've got all my documents well yeah but you got to pay your taxes now with all your records that we've got you know good night I know that seems so dirty
1: um our uh, our governor you know um, renewed the state of emergency for the state um, and suspended some of those liquor issues. Uh, for some places and um, yeah. though that doesn't affect me I was kind of cool it was I, I'm, I'm kind of cool it's it's interesting to hear that that would happen here and that hasn't happened in Texas I don't it's really hard especially with
0: regard to that rail clubs like uh, woes it's really hard for me because I don't I don't know whether I can I, I don't know whether I can say with a clear conscience that I think they should be open or not I don't know
1: Right. I, but, I, I, it's dangerous to be out going yeah. to bars, going to shows. I'm just saying yeah. it. And, and then, Texas has a lot of high numbers. Utah has a lot of high yeah. numbers right now, too. Yeah, it's terrible. But oh. the thing is, the way they were doing it
0: is following all the guidelines and everybody is social distance in the club. Like I saw that. And they did that on purpose. And they did a really good job of keeping everybody's masks on. And it's, So it's like all the political bull is <laughs> right but at the same time like uh, and I want to go to shows but at the same time um, I mean I'm not going I'm right not going. yeah no I'm not doing that not not till it's safe and I don't I don't I don't think I I don't know what to say about I don't think I think the that bar is just, that bar club is just trying to stay alive. The rail club is just trying to stay alive. And I want yeah. that. For but yeah. I, I also, I don't know that I want all the businesses that are open now open. And his point about <laughs> other businesses being open and them being effectively shut down is reasonably valid. Like I agree. Like, like it, especially like around here, there are bowling alleys open and their mm-hmm. comedy club is open.
1: Oh. and I like it makes. So you me... can you can do live stand up in in Fort Worth, but you can't go see a, a band at the Rail Club. I don't get it. Right, and hmm. and uh, and Chuck E. Cheese is open. Oh so, no!
0: So you know the kids can go lick the lick the controller.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah, the joystick licking kids. We all know it. Yeah. And and playing all ski that... ball, everyone's touching the skee balls. Come right. on. All that being open,
0: and then not having this bar open where they're social distancing and separating, and none of that's happening at these
1: other places. I don't know that. I haven't been there. You right. know what I'm saying? Well, that's we good. saw we saw a live feed, and it looked pretty good to me. I thought, gee, people yeah. seem to be at different tables. They're standing up. They're they're right. six feet apart, yeah. maybe even more. Sure. It wasn't they would, packed.
0: No, they, they did that. They did that on purpose. They really yeah. limited the crowd, and there were tables, and you had to stay within your six feet area, and you had to very carefully. If you had to go to the bathroom, you had to do it carefully around the side and stuff. And Man, I, you know what?
1: When when <laughs> this is all over, John, I, when this is all over, I'm hugging everyone I see.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That'll be great. Hugs. Yeah, when your, this your, is over, hug. a
1: hug becomes the new handshake for me. I'm, nice. making, I'm making physical contact with every person I meet. <laughs> yes. Good until you, I'm dude. until I'm arrested for it. Right.
0: Yeah. No, that's I don't what think I'm that's doing. That's that's a good idea because it's it's that part's rough so i don't know if i answered your question but
1: there you go yeah yeah no that's good um let's wrap it up let's call that good and let's um have everybody um get to peek into what it's like to talk with john McGarry, who is definitely an inspiration to me i didn't list my people i'll do it another time i'll let john interview me in, a, in an episode oh good idea. down yeah, the right. road somewhere and he can get me back for all of this but um <laughs> yeah but um i i i think this is fun this is fun like it's weird opening up like a podcatcher and seeing like seeing like a picture of me or something in there it's so this cool is all just, you're on there man it's it's, it's weird cool. it's a whole thing and that's why i wanted to I wanted to do this. I realized that if there's something I really want, I have to kind of nurture it. And so I'm trying to nurture it. It's not, you know what people say? We'll have kids when when we're ready. We'll have kids when we're financially stable. We'll have kids when we'll have kids when no one ever gets financially stable and ready and has all of this stuff. And I was I'm thinking that ready. way right now. I was thinking, you know what? I'm just going to do it now because this podcast now, because I don't have, I'm never going to have the best, uh, you know, equipment. I'm never going to write out the best material, but I want to share this. and I'm super passionate about it. So I'm excited for you to be the first person on here and um, you'll be on here a ton more. I'm sure. So thanks
0: man. That's great. Thanks a lot.
1: Take care, John.
0: Party on.